Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82. A Psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good morning, everyone in North America and around the world where it is the morning. Shalom, peace. My name is Kennard Levy, or Levi Brown. I'm the host for the Merciful Servants of God Biblical Instructional Program. This program has been on the air since uh, the latter part of the year 2007. And this program is really looking for people who understand the following. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 66. Isaiah chapter 66, starting in verse 2. 4. All those things have my hand made, and all those things have been, says the Lord. But to this man or woman will I look, even to him that is poured of a contrite spirit, and trembles at my word. And that word tremble in the Hebrew means karad, and it means to be afraid. That's uh, Strong's number H as in Hope 2730. And so we need to respect the word of God. We need to tremble before it and take it seriously. Also in Matthew, Matthew chapter 18, Matthew chapter 18, starting in verse 1. Because from time to time in my ministry, I get people that want to be noticed. They want to be important. They want to be the person. Oh, I want to be top dog. (laughs) Okay, well. Let's look at Matthew chapter 18, verse 1. At the same time came the disciples, or the Talmudim in Hebrew, unto Yeshua, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? For those who are listening to me for the first time, Yeshua means Jesus. All right? Uh, In Hebrew, Jesus is Yeshua. And in English, Yeshua is Jesus. All right? Verse 2 of Matthew chapter 18. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them or in the middle of them. 3 of Matthew chapter 18. And he said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted. That means you have to be changed. I went over that last week. Um, As far as being immersed, 
baptized and receiving the Holy Spirit, that's when you are starting the process of conversion or being converted. Except ye be converted and become as little children. Why did he mention little children? He mentioned little children because little children, what they more than likely, in most cases, uh, you do have exceptional cases, but little children, especially three or four or five-year-old kids, you, you can teach them. And he says, become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So we have to become like little children, humble, willing to learn, not always complaining and wanting to challenge the teacher and all that. I mean, just think if they had that problem in the public school systems or any other schools, if they had that type of problem, how in the world would the teachers be able to teach? But anyway, as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And this is a plain statement. If we don't humble ourselves, each and every one of us, it doesn't make a difference what title you have or, or what status you have in the assembly or church of Yah or God. Yah is short for God in Hebrew. Then you won't make it. You won't move out make it in the kingdom of God, which is a kingdom that consists of beings that no that, that do not have any flesh or blood. Because in first Corinthians fifteen verse fifty it states plainly that flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of Yah. Verse four, Matthew eighteen Whosoever therefore shall humble himself, that's what he means. Little children are usually humble. Usually humble. <laughs> Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. In verse 5, And whoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. In verse 6, is a warning to anyone who offends anyone in the assembly who bear the characteristics of being humble and wanting to learn. This is a warning that each and every one of you need to take heed if you are offended one of these little ones. Verse 6, But whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he was drowned in the death of the sea. All right. Those are the people that God is leading me to draw by using this program and other uh, tools of the Internet, ladies and gentlemen. And one last scripture here before I get into the Bibles today. I'm going to talk about world events. John 6, the Holy Spirit is leading me to talk about these things. John 6, verse 44 to 45. No man can come to me. This is Yeshua talking. This is in the King James Version in red letters. He's directly speaking here. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him. That word draw in the Greek means helkul. Oh, helko. It means to drag. To drag. Oh, helko. Still learning Greek. And I will raise him up at the last day. In verse 45, it is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that have heard and have learned of the Father comes to me. So if you haven't learned of the Father, you're not going to understand what I'm talking about. Okay, he's going to draw you to Yeshua, and he doesn't draw you directly to Yeshua. He draws you indirectly to Yeshua through his servants, and I am one of them. All right. 
let's briefly cover world events. I'm going to go to watch.org. For those who are familiar with this program, what I do consistently is go to watch.org because uh, if someone else is doing a fine job, it's great. I'm not going to, to recreate their will. And this is World Watch Daily Koenig International News by William Koenig. Uh, he does an excellent job of keeping us all date with what's going on in the Middle East and all countries that are involved in the Middle East because Zechariah chapter 12, 13 and 14 plainly reveals that the great tribulation, the great world trouble will begin at Jerusalem and will at and will end at Jerusalem. Uh, Zechariah 12, 13, 14. You can read that at your leisure if you want. So, right here on watch.org it says Kerry Ericat discuss way forward in Washington. Top security officials urge Netanyahu, who is the current prime minister of Israel, to restart peace process. That's bad news. Iran nuclear talks are going to high gear. Here we go again with that mess. Uh, and uh, says Muzahidzadzi, thought to be behind assassination attempt against Yehuda Glick, killed in shootout. And so uh, it was someone that had uh, tried to actually ditch. Uh, shoot Yehuda, who, from what I understand, was involved uh, somewhat with the um, Temple Institute as far as uh, building the, um, or lobbying to build the Third Temple. Anyway, Israel closes Temple Mount to Muslims, Jews, following Jerusalem shooting. Yehuda Glick, a leading advocate for Jewish rights on the Temple Mount, has been very seriously wounded after being shot in Jerusalem on Wednesday night Aru Shiva has learned. Glick was shot outside the Beijing Heritage Center in the capital, witnesses said, after terrorists pulled up in a scooter or motorcycle and shot him before fleeing the scene. All right, so this is uh, significant. Uh, this could cause some some issues in the Middle East. We need to keep an eye on that. All right, let's look at some domestic news here. Uh, I go to the economic collapse blog the economic collapse blog dot com right watch dot org and the economic collapse blog dot com you should be going to these websites frequently because you're not going to get this type of news on CNN Fox News or these other uh, media outlets that are controlled by the very elite that rule the world anyway he states here on the website the economic collapse website from this day forward we will watch how the stock market performs without the Fed's monetary hearing heroin, which is talking about the quantitative easing. That's Treasury Department's um, creating money out of thin air, money that we don't have backed by silver and gold. He's stating that there's a possibility that we could really see um, some negative things going on in the stock market because of that. We'll see. Uh, what I want to read here is this one article here. It says, how will the stock market react to the end of quantitative easing? It is widely expected that the Federal Reserve is going to announce the end of quantitative easing this week, which they did. Will this represent a major turning point for the stock market? As you will see below, since 2008, stocks have risen dramatically throughout every stage of quantitative easing. But when the various phases of quantitative easing has ended, stocks have always responded by declining substantially. The only thing that caused stocks to eventually start rising again was a new round of quantitative easing. So what will happen this time? This is a very good question. What we do know is that the performance of the stock market has become completely divorced from economic reality. 
and in recent weeks there have been signs of market turmoil that we have not seen in years. Could the end of quantitative easing be the thing that finally pushes the financial markets over the edge? Uh, again, we will see if that is the case. And I'll read this other. It says, so from this day forward, we will watch how the stock market performs without the Fed's monetary heroin. Mark this day on your calendars. The Dow is at 1697.4. Uh, the S&P 500 is at 1982, and the NASDAQ is at 4549. From this day forward, we will be looking to see how the stock market performs without the monetary heroin that the Federal Reserve has been pro- providing to it. That's the quantitative easing. Since November 2008, the Fed has created about $3.5 trillion, that's with a T, dollars, and pumped it into the financial system. Uh, and then if you go on his website, he says, an excellent chart illustrating this graphic format can be found right here, so you can click right here. Pretty much everyone agrees that this has been a tremendous boon for the financial markets. As you will see below, even former Fed Chairman Alan Greenspan says that quantitative easing was a terrific success as far as boosting stock prices. But he also says that the QE, uh, that's the acronym for quantitative easing, has not been very helpful to the real economy at all. In essence, the entire quantitative easing program was a massive $3.5 trillion gift to the Wall Street. If that sounds unfair to you, that is because it is unfair. So... Let's keep an eye on what's going on domestically here in this country. Uh, there's another article that uh, I suggest you read, too. It says 50% of American workers make less than $28,031 a year, which is sad. That's very difficult to take care of yourself, let alone a family, with that type of income. Okay, so what does it mean to be born again, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I know before I got into really taking the Bible literally and believing what it says, uh, I've heard people say, oh, I'm, 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 I've just been baptized. I'm born again. Well, what does the Bible say about that? And uh, for those who need a more detailed explanation of this, because I know there's certain scriptures that, that aren't clear about this, but there's certain other scriptures that are really clear. This, and those are the ones I'm going to use today. But what does it really mean to be born again, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we, we know physical birth. We know how that occurs, right? The male does his thing with his wife, right? And, well, we hope it's his wife most of the time. <laughs> and then uh, we know that the sperm hits the uh, women's ovum, and that becomes an embryo. And then we, from the embryo, actually the embryo is a human being, despite what people think, and then uh, the embryo becomes a baby, and the baby is born out of the mother's uh, womb. All right, so we know when we understand that on a physical plane, but what did Messiah say? I mean, why did he, why did Messiah say we must be born again? All right, well, first, let's go to Genesis. Genesis chapter 8. we got to understand something about man and our nature. Because sometimes I really don't think that we understand the kind of beings we really are. But God does. In Genesis 8 verse 21, And the Lord smelled a sweet savior, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of a man's heart his imagination, um, that word in Hebrew means yester, and it means conception, what you think. Of a man's heart is evil from his youth. 
And so this is God's word here. So don't start shaking your head or whatever. I'm quoting the scripture, and it states that the imagination of man's heart is evil. This is from the eternal God's mouth, so pay attention. From his youth, neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I've done. So you have the eternal God telling each and every one of us that, with the exception of Yeshua and perhaps Jeremiah and and Johanna and John the Baptist, because they were all born with the Holy Spirit from the womb. Every one of us uh, have had a, a evil heart from our beginning, from our youth. And for those who still don't seem to understand that, after I quoted that, uh, Psalm 51. Psalm 51. Psalm 51, verse 5, states plainly, and this is uh, David, who was a man after God's own heart. Psalm 51, verse 5. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity. Shaped. The Hebrew for that is um, cool, or kiel. And it means uh, to, he says, he was shaped in a twisted or world. And in sin did my mother conceive me. That's even clearer. Uh, the Hebrew for that is yalkam. And it means conceived Okay, so this is what David David's understanding that most of us were born into sin. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it is, we we just gotta accept these things that the Bible tells us about our nature. Psalm fifty-eight, verse three. Psalm fifty-eight, verse three states: "The wicked are estranged from the womb." From the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. That's the most of humanity, ladies and gentlemen. Most of humanity is like that, unfortunately. Uh, Job, chapter 15. Job, chapter 15. Now, now you understand the reason why we need to be born again. I just want to make that point here. Uh, we certainly need to be born again. <laughs> unfortunately, when we're born the first time, that's not good enough for God. Uh, we, 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 we have to be born again if we want to enter the kingdom. Uh, Job. Job, 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 Job chapter 15, verse 14. What is man that he should be clean, and he which is born of a woman that he should be righteous? Verse 15 of Job chapter 15. Behold, he puts no trust in his saints. Yes, the heavens are not clean in his sight. That is so much backed up by the fact that in Revelation chapter 12, there's going to be war in heaven. War in heaven. So obviously the heavens need to be clean. Uh, Job 15, verse 16, how much more abominable and filthy is man? This is a significant statement. Please listen to this and believe it. Tremble before this word, which drinketh iniquity like water. <laughs> so it says that we drink iniquity like water. The average human being does that. They drink iniquity like water, ladies and gentlemen. That's sad. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, starting at verse 1. And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. This, this is someone, of course, who's been converted, repentant, realized they need to change, received the Holy Spirit. Verse 2, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world. So everyone that does not have the Holy Spirit, they're walking right now as I'm speaking according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the atmosphere, of the air. That's the devil. 
the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, not just young children, adult children. <laughs> Verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Okay, so people outside of having the Holy Spirit of Yah are the children of wrath, unfortunately. Unfortunately. And so let's look at what Yeshua, or Jesus, stated here about being born again. Uh, John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Verse 3. Yeshua answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again. So we all have to be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. So you can't even see it, be in it, be a part of it, if you're not born again. Now remember, the key scripture in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50, states plainly, flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And so if you understand that, let's use our brains here that he's given us and our common sense. All right, I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood, we're all flesh and blood still, right? cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorrupted, incorruption. We're all incorrupted because we, we do not have perfect bodies. And they are corruptible. In other words, if somebody shoots me, I die. All right? Our bodies are corruptible. They're not incorruptible. All right, so let's understand that. Entering the kingdom of God, being able to see the kingdom of God, means that you don't consist of flesh and blood. All right? So let's understand that fact. Verse 4 of John chapter 2, Nicodemus said unto them, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily I say unto you, except a man be born of the water and the spirit, that's being baptized, you are born of the water when you are immersed in the water. And then you come out, a minister lay his hands on you, ask that the spirit be put in you, and then you receive the Spirit. And except a man be born of the water of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of Yah. So if you're not immersed, if you don't repent and receive the Spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of Yah, which is a spiritual realm, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting deep here. Verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So when you are really born of God, you consist of spirit. None of us consists of spirit totally, even though we have a spirit in us right now. Verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. Now, he gives a description which people seem to skip over and don't seem to understand, but I'm going to try to explain it to you. Verse 8. John 3, verse 8. The wind blows where it lists, and thou hear the sound thereof, but cannot tell whether it comes and whether it goes. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. And so, the Bible interpretation of being born of God Born of the Spirit means that if you were born of Spirit, truly born of Spirit, no one would be able to see you. Just like when. when you, can you see when? You can't see when, right? So if you are truly born of the Spirit, like Messiah has been, okay, you cannot see a Spirit normally. So none of us are truly born of God yet. That process has begun when you receive the Holy Spirit. You become begotten, but you're not born yet. I hope I've explained this. 
in a simple way, ladies and gentlemen. It's just so much common sense, all right? Um, in Romans chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Romans chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Concerning his son, Yeshua, Messiah, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, verse 4, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. So here's a plain statement that by the resurrection of the dead was declared to be the Son of God. Now, he was the Son of God already, but what this scripture is telling us that when he was born, when he, when he, was, uh, when he died and was resurrected, he became the Son of God again. That's what that's saying. All right? Uh, and Romans 8, verse 29. Romans 8, verse 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate, conform to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Okay? So he was born through the resurrection. He was born through the resurrection. Born again, ladies and gentlemen, through the resurrection. And then what are we going to look like? Philippians 3, verse 20 to 21. Philippians 3, verse 20 to 21 states plainly, For our conversation or our citizenship is in heaven, from whence also we look for our Savior, the Lord Yeshua Messiah, verse 21, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned unto like his glorious body, according to the working thereby or whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself. So, we will be transformed and we will look like him. We will plainly look like him. Now, there's one scripture that I'm going to quote. I wanted to quote other scriptures, but the lack of time, I can't do it, unfortunately. First John chapter 3, a significant scripture here. First John chapter 3, verse 9, to prove my point. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So none of us can say that. Point that when you are truly born of God, uh, you are a spirit being, and you cannot sin because you're incorruptible. Your mind is incorruptible, and so is your body, because you have a spiritual body. The Bible's pretty plain about that. If you have any other questions about this in particular, please email me. I can send you additional scriptures. Because of lack of time, I just don't have the time to um, go over... Um, other scriptures to prove this point. Okay, so the Torah readings, uh, Genesis chapter 12 is significant. It talks about Abraham, and he didn't get smart when God asked him to, to do something. Uh, in verse 1, like a lot of us do, we get smart when not just God, but anyone asks us to do something. Verse 1, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, into a land that I show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and you shall be a blessing. Okay, and in verse 4 it says, so Abraham departed. <laughs> so he didn't question him. So that that's something that we certainly need to, to work on. Uh, the prophetic section is, is simply talking about how God loves Israel and the fact that called them to do a, a special duty and that he's he's disappointed at what we didn't do, but he's going to he's going to to help us and, and get us back on track. So in verse thirty one of Isaiah forty it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up 
with wings as eagles, they shall run and be not weary, and they shall walk and not be faint. Now let's remember that. And then uh, Isaiah chapter 40, verse uh, uh, verse 1, it says, Comfort ye, comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, says your God. And this is a prophecy of what's going to happen in the future. It's talking about the millennium here, these verses. And then, of course, uh, Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 to 17, is talking about the genealogy of Yeshua through the line of David. Proves that he is the Messiah, despite what some people preach and, and think. All right, so, in the remaining time that I have here, uh, please uh, follow me through uh, the social media tools that you have available and uh, listen to this program on iTunes. The next program is How to Overcome Boredom, How to Overcome Being Bored. The um, the Torah readings uh, I will have listed uh, on the program when I advertise it. And also, please go to my blog, MercifulLetters.com, and also my website, MercifulServiceOfGod.com. I enjoyed giving this program and teaching you, and God willing, I'll be available to you next week. Shalom. Peace. Malachi chapter 4 For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus